Well, it's a new year, and that means a lot of people are trying to do a new thing, trying to see what's next. But I would like to offer that to start off the new year, if we're going to head in a better direction, we need to probably go back a little bit, back to the basics, back to the most important things, cut away, slough off what's bogging us down, and make sure that we're putting first things first. It's episode 101 of Amen, Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. Thank you all for listening. It's Pastor Ben. Thanks for those that uh, joined us, too, on the 100th episode live stream last week. That was a good old, good old shindig, good old time. And uh, thank you for continuing, or maybe some of you are just jumping on board. Uh, We are so thankful for that. And hey, if you missed the last 100, you got some to catch up on. Plenty of good stuff. for you to take with you. Um, don't forget to subscribe to us in whatever service that you are using for podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever. Um, I wanted to talk first things first this year. We entered this series in our church on Sunday mornings. We've got the two big ones out of the way uh, to start things off. Just trying to keep the main thing the main thing. Trying to get rid of the distractions and clear the plate clear the field, so to speak, so that God will bless us and we can be who he's calling us to be in the new year. And so two of the big ideas that we need to go back to before we can go anywhere else, the foundation that we need to build is uh, what Jesus tells us in Matthew 22. Uh, He gets asked in there, if you didn't know, uh, the Pharisees ask him, what's the most important law to obey out of God. Cause see these Pharisees, they were rule followers. They were, they were good boys and good girls that did not crossed all their T's and dotted all their I's. And they were trying to trip this Jesus guy up because this Jesus guy was, you know, hanging out with the undesirables and he was forgiven sins and stuff like that and all this crazy stuff. And so they were concerned and they asked him, what's the most important thing? Jesus says, love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And That's the first and most important commandment. And then the second, it's equally as important, uh, is love your neighbor as yourself. Basically, be good to anybody that's around you. Treat others like you would want to be treated yourself. And these things are tied together, by the way. So one thing that I've learned is that you cannot love God and and not love people or vice versa. Right? They're, They're in, as the word, inextricably. Right, you can't extract these things from each other. Um, if you're not doing one, you're not doing the other, and by doing one, you do the other. And so, I want to talk about those two big things because they are the lens of which every Christian should make every decision every day: is this loving God, and is this loving other people? So, let's talk about that. And and first, I want to start off with the big one, the which is to love God. Um, this is one that's kind of hard to wrap our heads around uh, because God is not like our our auntie or our cousin or our husband or wife. And so we can't love him quite in the same way. But uh, as I explained, and I'm not going to rehash my sermon, but if you want to go back and listen to it, it got to say, I've, I've been enjoying preaching this. Um, but it's clear that um, there's a couple ways that we love God. And I want to talk about two of them today. Uh, we love God through reading our Bible and through obeying him. 
Um, I want to start with the reading the Bible part because we can't obey without reading our Bible because that's, again, those are tied together as well because A, God tells us to read our Bible and then B, we don't know what else that God wants for us until we read his word. And so uh, one of the things that a lot of people are trying to do right now is to start these new plans uh, of, of, of Bible reading. And that's why every podcast, I always have scripture involved here. I'm not saying this should be your only, like I want you to read the Bible for yourself, but I'm never going to spend 10 minutes talking to you about what God says without actually going to scripture. That's, I I'm, I would be scared to do that. Uh, I think rightfully so. Um, we have to realize that, that God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. It's a, it's alive and powerful and it, it's, it's intrusive. Right there's been there's been times and I'll admit this where I was in sin and I opened up to a part of the Bible and I was reading and I stopped because I started seeing where the Bible was going and it started messing with me and it started convicting me and I shut my Bible because ignorance is bliss sometimes but that's only for the short short term and I really believe that one of the biggest reasons why we don't read our Bibles is because once we know what God expects of us then we don't want, we we have no excuse. See, right now, you can say, oh, I didn't know God wanted that of me. I've, I've never read the Bible. And I kind of I joke with some of my, uh, some of my church people sometimes because I'm like, listen, now that you know, you're on the hook for it. So sorry. I've kind of taken that excuse away from you. And so uh, I think that's, that's a big reason why we find it so easy to ignore uh, a, a plan of, of Bible reading where we're in his word as often as possible. Um, you know, it doesn't, I would, it would be good for you to be every day. Uh, I know there's some people that will read like a big old chunk once a week. Um, I still think it's better to do every day, but, um, what we need to do is figure out uh, a time where we can sit down and read his word for ourselves, take notes, pray through it. Don't be in a hurry. Don't do it just to check the box, uh, but do it to hear from God. And when we do that, that's, that's how we obey him. Because we, we start to understand what he wants for us. And I know a lot of you think, well, I'm not, I don't, I've never read the Bible, so I'm not accountable. Mm, see, the Bible is one of the most, is the most widely accessible book on the planet. More copies of the Bible have been printed and bought and sold and given than, in, than any other book by a long shot. So between that, between the, the apps and the websites and stuff, there is really no excuse for us to not know the word of God. And yet there's a lot of people that are, are not biblically literate or they're biblically ignorant because they choose to be. So this is a matter not of just being a super Christian, not just being a good boy and girl and a studious you know, teacher's pet. This is about um, how we love God. And so God is, is feels our love when we read his word and we try to put it into practice, which leads me to that other way that we, we uh, love God, which is through obedience. Now that we know, so there's two basic lines of obedience that I want you to understand. Um, we, we can obey the things that are plainly said, the things that are plainly in God's word. And then there's also uh, obedience to what God has personally called for in our life. Um, so yes, there are certain things in the Bible that thou shalt and thou shalt not do. You, the, the Bible talks about how we should treat money, how we should treat people, how we should, uh, treat sex, how we should treat food, how we should treat work. There's all kinds of stuff in his word. Um, 
by the way, Google it. Go to Bible Gateway, go to Bible Hub, uh, go to some of these other websites and just go specifically to a topic. Uh, OpenBible, I think, .com or OpenBible.info or something is an, is one I come upon a lot because I'm trying to nar- narrow in to a, a particular verse that I can't quite put the, the address of, the title and chapter or whatever, but I can find it. And, and when we do that and we know, then we obey. And we show God that we love him by obeying him. But there's also this the reality that not everything is spelled out in black and white in the Bible. That there are things that God calls us to obedience in that aren't a thou shalt or thou shalt not. But there's something that the Holy Spirit of God, which is given to every Christian. So again, every believer who has been re- regenerated and redeemed by us putting our faith in Jesus and, and Jesus giving us that forgiveness and new life. If you're a Christian, if you're a convert officially, then you have the Holy Spirit of God dwelling inside of you, and it is telling you to do things as well. And here's where it gets tricky is because you can kind of get away with disobeying that part of God, and everybody else is not going to necessarily hold you accountable, right? But um, like I remember uh, a, a good friend of mine who uh, was supposed to – be listening to God about what job to take. And no one, there was nothing in the Bible that said it was wrong for her to take this one job, but she decided to take that one job. And she realized later uh, that she was being disobedient to God by taking this other job. Um, but it was because the Holy Spirit had, had told her to say no. And again, there's nothing morally wrong with taking that job, but it's about obeying what we know and, and, and listening to the spirit of God. And, and we, when we do that, we love him, right? We prove we can, it's, it's easy for us to say, I love you, God. It's easy for us to give him lip service. God doesn't want lip service. He, he knows our hearts and he knows that when we love him, that love manifests to digging into his word and then Obeying not only what's put plainly, but what God is guiding us to individually as well. So I hope that you love God in these two ways today. We're going to talk about a couple more ways to love God before we uh, finish this week talking about how to love other people as well. Have any questions? Amenben.com. You have a great day. We love you. Bye. Bye.